Street Epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about Street Epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Welcome to the stage. Hello. Hello. Oh, there he is. Hey, everybody. I had a question for your guest, if that's okay. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Am I getting my work done? <laughs> <laughs> it was related to the course, actually. Okay, there you go. Okay, I guess I'll go. Uh, hey, Robert. Um, I'm curious what has been the biggest challenge with developing the SC course so far? I know that you're the project manager of it. I've been working closely with you, but I don't think I've ever asked you that. And I'm curious to hear what you have to say about it. Thanks. Okay. Well, you know, I think that it's, it's an interesting uh, challenge. First of all, a technical challenge in terms of uh, managing a street epistemology course across uh, multiple time zones. Um, where a project team exists in such a distributed way. That's a kind of a technical uh, uh, challenge in terms of just getting, getting things done and having meetings. But I think that really the core, uh, the core challenge is the fact that street epistemology enthusiasts um, are outliers and not an, um, uh, in terms of overall population. That is to say, um, the population of street epistemologists is primarily or strongly skeptical or skeptic uh, based, we're prepared to question or, and rethink and re-examine things in fine detail. Well, this is a great, great skill to have when, when uh, talking to people on the street. But when it comes to writing a course and putting text down and examining that text and re-examining that text as to why it is the way it is and whether or not it does what it needs to do, there is the challenge for a street epistemology uh, uh, course. Uh, people can uh, be highly skeptical uh, on what they themselves have written. That was a great answer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking from experience, yeah, that's that's been happening a lot and might be one of the reasons why we're taking so long to get the damn thing out, but. We are our own I don't know if I, critics. I, I don't know if I would have it any other way, honestly. I think I think the, the level of detail that we're going to is actually beneficial. And well, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think the the material is bulletproof. We know because we've fired bullets at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we sure have. And I'm curious what kind of bullets we'll get thrown at, at it once we publish it and get. And I, I know we're slowly releasing them and getting them tested, but that's at the back of my mind too, is, is how is this going to be received once we put it out there? You know, will it yeah. flop? Will it be a really a, a big hit? Will we have gone into way too much detail that the average person doesn't even care about? Um, but speaking from my own experience, the whole process has been huge in helping me better understand what SE is, which is kind of weird to say, because I, I've been like promoting it over the years and giving workshops and talks and shit like that. But uh, the whole act of doing this course is, has been immense in my own development on it. Yeah, I, I think it's, a, it's a, a side benefit that really nobody had anticipated, which is uh, that mm -hmm. in the development of the course, that it would change SE itself. And that's what seems to be happening. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. So I'm, I'm on the module of what is SE, and 
when we started writing this, it was, well, it's this developing thing and it's, it's evolving and we're not entirely sure like who gets to decide what SE is. And, and as we've been talking about it over this last year, we have a really good sense of what it is and isn't. And that's the kind of definitive, um, stance that maybe people are looking for and maybe that's why there's a lot of confusion in, in the community about, about what it is and isn't and and maybe this is the thing that's needed you know that being said i think we're still open to changing our mind about what se is and watching it evolve over the years too but i think this is a good step forward yeah i i think uh, people who have some rudimentary understanding of se um seem to be able to quite freely say oh yeah there's an that's an se conversation or this is not an SE conversation, or, and this is really tricky, some people would say that in the course of a single conversation, they lapse into and out of SE mode. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so they seem to know what SE is in order to be able to do that. Yeah, and I don't know if it should be any other way. Like, it should be a regular free-flowing conversation where you're, you're sliding in the tools where they're needed, and then you're backing off a little bit to, you know, it's almost like a, a breathing thing you know it's it's cool I, I, yes. I hope to see it move in a more natural authentic you know human direction conversations are ugly you know they they can be a little sloppy and uh you know maybe it, expecting perfection in an se talk is just a fool's errand yeah i i think it's uh, following the interlocutor wherever they go um, is uh, means that yes, you do need to uh, uh, adapt and uh, accordingly, and so sometimes you, uh, you know, back off or or lean in, um, uh, to, you know, and there's a bit of a there's a bit of a skill and art to that too. So uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a bit messy, but it's free form, it's organic, and um, any authentic conversation has to be that way. Yeah. Well, especially people are watching like or, or observing se talks like uh if it's too canned or scripted or like it's going to set other people up for failure who want to do se I, th I think they need to see real conversations yeah yeah yeah, yeah there was a, there was a there was a practice session done quite some time ago in the, in the SE Discord where talking about listening to the interlocutor, actively listening to your interlocutor and, you know, really responding to what they have to say. And uh, so, you know, inter interlocutor opens up uh, the conversation with, oh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, yesterday morning I killed my sister with a, with, uh, with a, with a gun. The, person, you know, the, the SE response is not, oh, what could you define what you mean by gun? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you, you know, uh, you have to respond yeah. Don't be a robot. Don't yeah. just, that's, but that's the dilemma that I think we have with this, like teaching people SE, you want to show steps so that it's understandable and memorable so that you can kind of follow it, you know, not rigidly, but you can follow it um, when necessary, but yeah. you don't want to be so tied to it that you're, you know, that it's, that it's a canned robot-y type of thing. Well, what I ask you then, Anthony, sometimes SE conversations are referred to as interviews, and sometimes they're mm -hmm. referred to as conversations. Um, right. How much structure does it need to be before it, or uh, for it to be an interview versus a conversation? Is there a difference between those two things? Who knows? And what's more effective? Like, 
the the video examples that you see are interviews. They're one way, usually directed. You, you see some progress apparently being made. You know that you see reflection, aporia, maybe even a reduction reduction in confidence. Like maybe SE is more effective if it's in conversation, if it's an interview style where you have your chance to ask all your questions and the person's sort of going along with it, and you're, you know, you have that momentum maybe. But then if you shift to conversation mode, which is more authentic, then maybe it's not as effective because you do have the back and forth and you're interrupting the, the, the reflection process. I don't yeah. know what's, I don't know what's best or what, you know, I, I'm, it's, it's really an uncanny kind of thing. And maybe we just need more examples out there to see. Yeah. I, I think it also has to do with whether or not there is an, um, a, a, an existing or long-term relationship uh, between the SC practitioner and the, and the, inter, and the interlocutor. I mean, most of the conversation, SC conversations I've had have been people, you know, uh, co-workers, families and family and friend where there's an existing uh, uh, relationship there. And so that, yes, there will be other conversations later. So it, you don't have, you know, you don't have to pack it all in, in a single conversation. Uh, so you can, you know, let it, let it spread out over time. See, that's an area that I'm weak in. I don't have a lot of SE conversations with family friend, and friends. I've had some, uh, but over the years, the majority has been with strangers. And interview style with strangers seems to go really well for me. But do you, can you even do an interview style with a family and friend if like, they would immediately detect that something's off about your interaction well, if you're doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be, it, it's very, very delicate, in my view. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have some friends were saying, oh, you're, you're, you're using that technique thing, aren't you? And I go, no, no, I just want to know. And so, so like, yeah, yeah. It's, it can be, very, uh, can be very fluid. Here's my suggestion, though. Like, if you did want to do interview style with family or friends, that you could ask them if you could do an interview with them. So, therefore, right. you know, you get the chance to do the interview with, with that close person. Uh, but you've, you've set the stage for it or you've asked for permission to do so and therefore it's possibly no longer weird because they now know what's going on yeah that's right in in terms of uh, uh, uh you want to make a a line in the sand saying okay street epistemology conversation you know road ahead uh warning curve curve in the road and so um mm -hmm. uh, so you're saying you know, we're you know asking for informed consent is one of the uh, demarcation points between a conversation up to that point, and then the SE conversation, which follows. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you do the conversation to, uh, yeah, you converse about SE maybe, and then ask if they would do the interview, and then you get your interview style, and then you can converse again about your interview. Right. Yeah, that might be what you need to do with family and friends, I think, because yeah. otherwise it's just awkward and weird. And so, so you would then call, then you would say that the SE conversation is an interview, not a conversation. You would say that to. Your family yes, yeah, if you're having a conversation with uh, um, a family member and they give conformed consent to have an SE examination of a claim they've made, yeah. um, what follows is an interview. That is to say, a structured mm. interaction, um, which comes to an end and then, re and then resumes a quote-unquote normal conversation. See, I, I think that is the way to do it with family and friends. I, you know, I don't think I've... I don't think I've ever tried that, but that would be, that would be a good workaround, I think. Yeah. 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 Some people, some people say, and I've, I've seen this, they say, well, I've, I've asked SE type questions in conversations. 
mm-hmm. um, or questions that you find in an SE conversation, but with but not quote unquote doing SE, um, which once again leads to a, a big question mark. Can you ask SE questions and not be doing SE? Can you ask SE questions and not be doing SE? Well, according to how we've defined SE for the course, you, I think the answer would be yes. Yes. If yes. you have yes. rapport. Yeah. If exactly. you have rapport and you're asking SE questions, you're freaking doing SE. Yeah, exactly. No matter if it's an interview or a conversation. I don't think yes. it, I don't think the delivery matters to define it as SE, but the delivery seems to matter if you know the conversation partner, like their like their family or friends and how you do it. Mm-hmm. So I, I would return to our previous conversation that we had a while back, which led to, uh, um, you know, further definition of what is SE, which are the, which are the, the Mitch videos. Now that we have some kind of formalized, semi-formalized definition of SE, <laughs> um, are those Mitch videos SE? So, who are we talking about there? So there's a guy who dresses up as a pirate and then goes yes. out on the street and to yes. antagonize street preachers, basically. And he's a Pastafarian, I think he identifies as. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. And he he asks the SE questions. He gets to their how. He gets to their method. But he has an established rapport. He interrupts. He's rude. He'll sing in the middle of his talks and so forth, I think, right? Yes. Uh, he's just a very interesting person. I, I met him a couple of years ago when I was in Los Angeles. Uh, we hung out a little bit. He's a great guy. But he that, that that's we, we sometimes refer to this as the Mitch the Mitch challenge or the Mitch problem, right? Or the Mitch <laughs> yes. situation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like gor- gorilla S E. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If, if if you can if you can actually imagine uh, doing SE with guns blazing, that would be a Mitch video. Right. Exactly. There might be. Well, I'd want to might... hog all your um, uh, your time here, but oh uh, no, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, this sure. is. This we we is have a delivery really here showing up. I, I I might have to leave pretty soon, uh, but uh, I got a few more minutes if you want to chat or. Oh, great! Yes. Uh, yes. I had a quick question um first in case there's anybody listening that isn't familiar with the course can you just give us kind of an outline of what that course is you want to go for it robert or do I, I could do it or you could do it anthony either of us could do this <laughs> i'll take a stab at it and then oh, yeah. maybe finish off okay. okay um so you want to know what the course is like the, the outline of it is that what you're asking david well um we've been talking about the course um, but just in case somebody's here that isn't familiar with the course, can you just tell us about about the course and what it is? Sure. So we recognize because there's so much confusion happening in the community about what SE is and how do we learn it, and there's all these uh, different PowerPoint presentations online and video examples and tutorials that we thought, well, we really need to kind of standardize this and and develop some formal teaching materials. So it, it dawned on us to develop a self-directed course, which is a user, a learner can can go to the website um, at their leisure, go through various modules to learn what is SE or how to build and maintain rapport or what are some of the ethical considerations, how to end the conversation, using scales, uh, establishing the claim, these types of things. 
and we're structuring them in the order of a typical conversation. Uh, the things you should consider beforehand, what you should do during the conversation, and things to consider afterwards. And we've brought in a team of SE experts and experts in developing course materials, instructional designers, to help us put this together. And it's my view that I think the course is going to be instrumental in shaping how people will see SE and teach it and perhaps even start building businesses around it and consulting and uh, and developing other materials from it. So I'm, I'm very excited to be a part of it. It's one of the initiatives of Street Epistemology International. Uh, but here's the cool thing about it too, is that we are working with people from the SE community and we're soliciting advice from people in the SE community. So even the first thing that we did once we formed our team is we asked the community for what topics would they expect to see in the SE course. And then we assembled them and categorized them and filtered them and that formed the arc of the course. So this has been, this is a, you know, largely originated from people in the community as far as what they wanted to see, um, vetted by experts who have co conducted SE over the years and we're beta testing the modules with people from the community. But here's the thing, the course is intended for learners, people who are unfamiliar with SE. And we're having a real challenge finding people because when we promote the testing of the course, we are receiving interest from people who are in the community and not our target demographic, which is people who have never heard of it before. And that's one of the, it's uh, a potential liability that we see with the course, I think. Uh, but I'm so optimistic about this thing. I think it's going to drive, uh, the SE course, I think, is going to drive how the website is redesigned, how instructor-led materials are designed, how people will start knocking on businesses to teach SE, and so forth. Development of a certification program. I can go on and on and on, but uh, those are my two cents. And I have to leave here pretty soon, so but I'll probably just listen from this point on. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for dropping by our room and hanging out. You're always welcome, obviously. Yeah, great. That's wonderful. Super. Yeah, the course, I, I think the course is going to be, uh, it's going to take things to another level again in terms of, uh, of uh, SE um, and uh, people's ability to quickly understand what it is and uh, try it out themselves. Um, as uh, Anthony mentioned, um, it is a it is a course. Um, the other materials that you have available at, up to this point uh, for learning SE, including all of the uh, resource materials on the Street Epistemology website, and uh, all the many many examples um, on YouTube, even the SE guide that's available there on SE. These are not these are learning materials that can help people and introduce people to SE and get get you people so far. Uh, but a structured course was the was the, the the elephant in the room that was missing, uh, and so that's what this is. Uh, the SE uh, the SE course is a, is a it's a formalized self in, uh, self instructional self directed course um, that you can take. It's as as Anthony said, it is uh, supported by um, instructional design, adult learning principles. It contains knowledge checks and practice exercises and all kinds of things that you would expect to find. In a course, and uh, so it is a more formalized uh, form of learning, recognizing that people have different learning styles and uh, can learn SE in this way. 
The Street Epistemology Podcast is a production of Street Epistemology International. You can donate or learn more about this nonprofit organization at streetepistemologyinternational.org. The views, guests, and topics expressed here, or not expressed here, do not necessarily represent those of the organization.